0: Hello everyone. My name is David Smith and this is the Armchair Commentary. After a brief one week break, I am back talking fantasy football, walking you through my fantasy draft. If you're not already subscribed to the episodes, please make sure to hit sub on this podcast. Head over to youtube.com, check out my my content there, and every Monday in the fall starting this coming Monday, I will be live on the ColorCast app. Talking about the week that was in the NFL. Don't want to miss it. Without further ado, Fantasy Frenzy. Hello everyone. My name is David Smith, and this is the Armchair Commentary. I am back. I took a week off. I'm in the middle of moving, as you can see, got some boxes, my closet's open. The setup isn't fully finished yet, but we're back with another episode of. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about fantasy football. It is my favorite time of year. Fantasy football is one of the most exciting times of year for me. I am a big fan, and I have a league this year a 10 team league, PPR, uh, no flex, or three, two flex, and no additional. So it's single QB, no kicker, no defense. Uh, pretty happy with how my team turned out, but I wanted to run you through the draft and talk about some of the. Uh, solid picks that were made um, some week one uh, surprises that could happen and some uh, obviously some sleepers for down the line so without further ado let's get into some fantasy talk first up in the draft uh, number one pick overall was Christian McCaffrey which is not a surprise we had the first Uh, six teams go running back, including myself, uh, in the fifth spot. So we had McCaffrey, Henry, Cook, Kamara, Elliott, Chubb. Uh, and then, uh, we had an auto draft. Uh, let me tell you, auto draft can be a nightmare. It can be a blessing. Someone auto drafted Kamara in the fourth spot. That's not going to hurt you. Um, team seven got hurt. Teams haven't got Mahomes, first overall, which, or seventh overall, which is, it's a stretch. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're taking a quarterback in the first round, you need to make sure that it's going to be a home run. And Patrick Mahomes is a bona fide star, no doubt about it. But I'm not sure if Mahomes is the way to go in the first round. I would consider Mahomes in the second round, early in the second, as, and that's about as early as I would go. Uh, I didn't draft a quarterback. Uh, I want to say the uh, seventh or eighth round. Yeah, yeah, eighth round. Sorry, I'm just looking around my uh, camera there at my screen. So, eighth round, I went quarterback, and I still got a decent team out of it. So, Um, Jonathan Taylor went first wide receiver off the board was Tyreek Hill, and then uh, oddly enough, we had at the turn Tom Brady and DK Metcalf taken. Now. I find this amusing because no running back until third, uh, your third selection is risky. Um, and honestly I wouldn't recommend it unless you're going with a no running back strategy. And I've joked around uh, in the past about different strategies you can take. And in this case, if you're really looking for, um, like a, a unique way to approach this, uh, you can go the hard tight end route. Uh, Jeremy Green and Tank Spencer of the Sportsocracy have talked about this as well, where you abandon running backs completely and you just go, hey, tight end, uh, you know, Kelsey, Waller, uh, Pitts, uh, Andrews, I guess, uh, you know, your premium guys, before you go high-end running back or wide receiver, avoid quarterback early. That's the best advice I can give you. And don't panic when you start to see a run on it, because I'll tell you, it went Metcalf, Jones, Kelsey, and right there it should have been, uh, you normally see a run. First tight ends off the board at 2-3, you normally see a run, and we didn't. We had a second auto pick for uh, my friend Brady, who went Lamar Jackson. So now he's got Mahomes and Jackson as a team. Uh, Devontae Adams went, uh, I went Najee Harris, uh, because I think that he's gonna be a breakout star, Saquon. Stephon Diggs, the fourth quarterback taken already. It's been two rounds, four quarterbacks taken, uh, Aaron Rodgers. And then Joe Mixon, Russell Wilson at the turn. I'm okay grabbing a quarterback in round three. I think if you're going to grab one early, round three is probably acceptable. Uh, Ridley, Prescott, Eckler. And then I went Darren Waller. Uh, I have a lot of shares of Darren Waller. I think that he's probably going to outscore Travis Kelsey. It's my hot take. It's really not all that hot. not super spicy. Darren Waller is a beast of a tight end. People can't cover him. He runs like a wide receiver. I'm not sure what else you're supposed to do with him. Kyle Pitts is going to be better than Darren Waller. He's not there yet. He's a rookie. Give him time. Waller is there now. This is his breakout year and I trust that the Raiders are going to do well by him. Uh, He's proven that he's basically... I'll say unguardable he's very difficult to guard so it's a it's an interesting um, scenario uh, we went more receivers with d-hop and Mike Evans who was the third auto draft picked for Brady so if you're keeping track that's two quarterbacks Mike Evans uh, the ghost of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, Baker Josh Allen DeAndre Swift and Jefferson at the turn Kittle lamb Jones Gibson all great Uh, Ronald Jones is a tough one that's a so it's two Buccaneers and two quarterbacks for Brady Uh, that's a tough go Uh, Keenan Allen for myself uh, Robinson Edwards Carson and Gronk now before you say why would you take him early uh, did you watch the game the Thursday night football game holy cow holy cow he went off so he's gonna have a great great year Uh, AJ Brown Uh, F1, Terry McLaurin, Kyle Pitts goes, Sanders, Jacobs uh, for myself. So now my running backs are Zeke, Najee Harris, Josh Jacobs. Plus I have Darren Waller and Keenan Allen. So I'm pretty happy with my team. Um, The draft pretty well progresses. We get a run on wide receivers in six. Um, Seven isn't too bad. It's a little bit of a mixed bag. Eight is when it gets a little more interesting because you start seeing people taking um, Their quarterbacks that haven't, and the first quarterback off the board for uh, one of my uh, managers, I'll call them, uh, was Justin Fields. Now, if you've been following the Bears for any period of time, you likely know that they've never had, like, even, okay, so before you say the 85 Bears were, like, great, and Bears teams have always been um, pretty staunch on one side of the ball. Defense is always been a Bears strong suit you never will see me say the bears don't have a strong defense they do they really do i know they do it's not a a slight against them but what i will say is uh, i don't think the bears have had a good quarterback since jay cutler and that's pushing it the great jay cutler who has a cannon of an arm and would smoke darts on the sideline is not what you would consider an all-time great quarterback I'm not wrong there and then you can you can let me know in the comments if you think there's a better Bears quarterback um, but like even the guys that were mediocre that were on those like staunch defense teams they carried they got carried by the defense and they played well enough they didn't have to be superstars and it's not their rings don't count any less their accomplishments don't count any less it's just they haven't had a great system for quarterbacks forever enter Justin Fields now Justin Fields good quarterback the few games that i saw him like full watched start to finish his decision making was um very ballsy he was very aggressive um and occasionally it was most of the time i'll say it was detrimental to his team doing things like running uh face first into like some of the best defenders on planet earth Uh, is not wise, especially in the NFL. In the college game, you might be able to get away with it, and he didn't. He cracked a rip. He got hurt. He was injured. Um, But in the NFL, you definitely can't get away with that. You can't run face first into Aaron Donald. He's going to eat you alive. You can't run face first, even into Andonic and Sue. You can't do it. You're going to get trashed. So it'll be interesting to see what Justin Field does once he finally takes the field. Because as we've been told, it's the Red Rockets team until then. Andy Dalton will be starting week one. So I'm not sure what the field's take was there. It's, it's interesting. Uh, he also went with, um, I think he went with Roethlisberger as the, the second um, person, second quarterback chosen. I'm just going to pull it up here so I can take a look. Yeah, Roethlisberger in the 11th. Uh, I mean, first off, Roethlisberger in the 11th is probably a decent pickup. Uh, The 11th, we saw all the quarterbacks go. Deshaun Watson went, Jalen Hurts went, Roethlisberger, Cousins, and Tannehill. I took my first quarterback then. I was lying. I said it was before. I took Cousins in the 11th. That was the first QB off the board for me. 11 rounds uh, in, I took my first QB. It's the second to last round. It was only 13 rounds. I went Elliot Harris, Waller, Allen, Jacobs, Ayuk, Claypool, Damian Harris, Cortland Sutton, Logan Thomas, Kirk Cousins, Elijah Moore, who I'm gonna talk about in a few minutes, and Matt Ryan in the tw- 13th round. Matt Ryan. So when you're thinking about fantasy, you need to do yourself a favor. For whoever your favorite team is, Unless it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Try to take that out of the equation. Patriots fan, always loved Tom Brady when he was there. I had one year where it worked out for me, uh, Brady and Moss. Occasionally it happens. You'll get Mahomes and someone else and you'll get hot. And that happens. That's good. But you can't base your fantasy picks off of uh, what I call homerism. You can't pick a team because you think that they're... Uh, your favorite team you can't you can't pick players based on that i mean you can it's just probably not a winning strategy if you're looking to win your league Um, the second thing you want to look for is based on game script now when i say game script what i mean is (laughs) if you're going to be behind a lot and your quarterback is going to have to throw a lot that's better for you than a team that is going to be up early and maybe run the ball which may make you consider a running back for that team. Uh, Damian Harris is a great example for the Patriots as he is the only uh, source of offense that they had although we will see what happens with Mac Jones. Fingers crossed. Welcome Mac. Uh, Cortland Sutton for me was a flyer but Elijah Moore. I got Elijah Moore in the 12th round. Let me tell you something. Elijah Moore is going to be a stud for the New York Jets. And if you're looking at this from a perspective of, well, I don't really like the Jets. I don't really like what's going on. Just imagine for a second that the New York Jets aren't bad. Let's think, it's crazy. It's crazy, but let me tell you something. They probably won't be that bad. If we look at our depth chart here, and I'm just pulling it up on the side because I'm just thinking of this as I go. Wide receiver one, well, guess who it is? It's Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder, Keelan Cole, Corey Davis, okay? Mm -hmm. Elijah Moore is in your wide receiver two um, bracket right now. Denzel Mims, Braxton Berrios is still there. Um, Jeff Smith way down the line. Uh, Crowder's out. He's out. He's on the COVID-19 list. Um, Keelan Cole is good. Corey Davis is good. They're okay. They'll they'll be fine. Uh, Elijah Moore is going to be wide receiver one. Uh, And I have it on good authority that it's not going to take very long. Uh, he is a stash at the very least. Um, he's definitely a play in week one. So if you're watching this before you set your lineups, get Elijah Moore in there. I know I will be. Um, 12th round at a 13. Uh, to be honest, I'm still not entirely sure how I got Matt Ryan in the 13th. The Falcons are not going to be very good offensively. They're going to throw the ball a lot. They don't have a ton of running back help. Uh, and Matt Ryan's basically in his either last year there or... To be traded to another team which i know falcons fans don't want to hear but it seems to be more of the norm lately so uh he's probably going to be throwing a lot he's always thrown a lot though matt ryan always throws he throws the deep ball and he throws it well um i mean some guys that went in the 13th round are pretty incredible i mean mike williams went in the 13th round Amon st brown went in the 13th round the last pick of the entire draft was evan ingram old stone hands ingram i don't love it um I mean, Antonio Brown went in the 12th round. Do you see what he did last night? Oh my God, 12th round. So um, I guess I want to close on this. This is not going to be a terribly long episode. I'm literally still trying to unpack the office next week. Hopefully we'll have the full layout for you early on so that you guys can get a a better feel of what's going on and I'll be able to give you the content that you deserve. But for now, uh, I'm going to leave you with this. Draft running backs... Early. High upside. I took Zeke Elliott. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm worried that he doesn't perform, but I took him. I don't love the Steelers. I took Najee Harris because he is going to get a lot of touches. Um, Don't be afraid to take a tight end early. And you can literally find a good wide receiver late rounds. Don't panic taking Stefan Diggs in the first five or 10 picks because you are concerned that you're not gonna fill out your roster in time, I can tell you that the difference between the first number one scoring fantasy point wide receiver and the number 40 fantasy point wide receiver is not big enough for you to worry about wasting a high pick on it. In your high picks, you are looking for people who have Big time point production opportunities. That's the easiest way to do it. If you're checking out this episode before Monday, September 13th, I would encourage you to check out Colorcast app. We'll be doing a live show there Monday mornings, recapping the NFL's uh, week that was. Uh, just talking about some of the games, some of the big moments, some of the big highlights, uh, you know, and taking questions. as interactive. There is chat, so please feel free to drop it over. I will post the uh, link for Colorcast in the description of this. If you click it through there, I'd appreciate it as it's an affiliate link for me. I don't get it's not a paid app, but I get credit for any sign up. So I'd appreciate it if you could. If you're on iPhone, if you're on Android, I don't know if it's rolled out yet, but still, I'm gonna send you the link. Um, and yeah, it'd be great if you could drop by and check me out Monday mornings. That's all through the fall, uh, at the very least. I think for the beginning, we've committed to the fall. Uh, don't forget to check me out on social media, at Armchair Commentary at Armchair Comment 2 on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please make sure to do so. Head over to youtube.com. Don't forget to hit the sub there. I appreciate everyone for sticking with me. It has been a weird... Uh, week off but can't wait to do it again next week later so that does it for this week's episode of the armchair commentary if you're looking for our merch check out redbubble.com you can search armchair commentary and again if you haven't already please make sure to hit that sub button if you are following me on social media please let me know where you're listening from i'd love to hear from you if you have any ideas or would like to be part of the show, please shoot me a message. Love to hear from you. It has been an incredible week in the world of sports. Let's go, Leila Fernandez. Thank you for listening. Stay safe.